Today I'm going to read The Boxcar Children, Chapter 6, The Museum. So let's get right up. Joe and the children sat around the table to look at the books. Henry took off the paper and found 12 interesting-looking books. The butterfly book, said Jessie. The shell book, cried Violet. The flower book, said Henry. Oh, these three books must belong all, all to a set. Just look at the beautiful pictures. The handy man seemed to be just as interested as the children. He soon found a picture of the purple flower on the table. It was a beach pea. It was a beach pea. A beach pea. When then Joe showed the children the names of the shells they had found. He saw that Henry was staring at him. How did you ever learn all this? asked Henry. Oh, I just picked it up, said Joe. I used to live near the beach. Joe saw that he would have to do more careful because to be more careful because it appeared that he knew too much for a handyman. And so he said he would have to get back to his work. After Joe had gone, Henry said, Let's look upstairs. He ran upstairs, and the others followed with the dog. First, Henry opened the big window. Then he looked around the room. A pile of straw was at one end. In the corner, in the corner, stood an old straight-backed chair. Jessie went over and shook it. Wonderful, said Jessie. We'll use that when Grandfather comes to call. Do you think uh, of having a real guest chair? I wish we had some boards, said Henry. I thought we might find some up here. What it what is it? asked Benny. Boards, shouted Henry. Some eight foot boards were piled on the floor under the straw. Well now, cried Henry, how lucky we are. I'll get right to work. I can carry the boards down under the trees and and saw them to make tables. I ought to dry the flowers, said Jessie. Violet can look up their names and Benny can help carry down the boards. We ought to have lots of newspapers for drawing the flowers, said Violet, going downstairs. And we haven't a single newspaper. Joe has, said Benny, and everyone's to everyone's surprise, he gets two every day, so he must have a lot. You ask him, Benny, will you? said Violet. Just ask him for old ones. And be sure to thank Joe.
When Benny arrived at Captain Daniel's hut, he knocked the door. Hello, cried a voice. Benny walked around to another side of the hut. Joe and the captain sat there cleaning fish. Uh, have you any newspapers, old newspapers? asked Benny. No, not to read, but to dry flowers between. We certainly have, said Joe, smiling. He pointed some piles of old newspapers. Oh, one pile will be enough, cried cried Benny, delighted. Jessie only wanted a dozen. Thank you, Joe. She will be surprised. Jessie was surprised and pleased. Have you a thin board about a foot long? She called to Henry. How about this? asked Henry. Perfect. Go get it, Benny, said Jessie. But he, she had used a, the wrong words for Benny and the right words for watch. When the dog heard, go get it, he ran out of the barn to Henry, who put the board carefully in the dog's mouth. When Watch ran back to the laid and laid the board at Jesse's feet, Jesse was so pleased that she stopped her work and gave him a gave him a piece of bread. The girl smoothed the flowers cut flowers out on the newspapers just as they had done in school they then they covered the flowers with more papers and the board and put and a board and put a large stone on top i hear a motorboat said henry i'm going down to see said benny there might be something for us jesse said don't be so sure to her surprise he came back a few minutes with a box with a big box we did get something he cried it's from grandfather captain daniel and so henry opened the box sweaters uh, sweaters sweaters he said Benny took his at once. I know mine is that red one, he said. I guess that purple one is violet. We, there was a beautiful blue one for Jesse and a brown one for Henry. They all put them on to see how they looked. Grandfather thinks it's going to get cold, said Jesse. So do I, answered Henry. I think we shall be glad of these presents very soon. When Jessie woke up late at night, she heard rain falling on the roof of the barn. She put on her she put on her shoes and shut the windows. Henry got up to help shut the barn door. Now I guess we keep dry, he whispered. 
The rain is coming in somewhere, said Jessie softly. She listened, and she could hear the sound of water dripping near the stove. We mustn't let the stove wet get wet, cried Henry, speaking out loud. Get the big kettle. Henry put it under the stream of water. The water seemed to come faster and faster into the kettle. We can't go to sleep because the kettle might run over," said Henry. After a minute, what's the matter, Jessie? Called Benny in a sleepy voice. Rain is coming through the roof," said Henry. "You go back to sleep." I can't," cried Benny. "Rain is coming on my window too, and all over me." "Oh dear!" cried Jessie. "Where is the flashlight?" With the flashlight, the two older children soon saw the wall near Benny's bed was very wet, and stream of wet. A stream of water was running in under his window. Get up, Benny! cried Benny. Benny came out slowly. I don't like this bed, he said. He began to cry. I like bed at grandfather's house, and I want to go home. It's nice and dry there. Now, Benny, don't be like that," cried Jessie. "You're a big boy, and you ought to be help up helping us. You wouldn't like if it's if we let you at home, would you? No," said Benny. This idea woke up him, and he started to help move his bed out. What's the matter? Called Violet. It's raining in the barn," said he- said Benny. "Maybe on you too." "It's not," said Violet. "But I can hear it coming so- in somewhere. It's coming in all over the place," cried Henry. "I wish we had some more cattle." Said Jessie, "I'll put one pail under this window and another pail in the corner." We can't go to sleep," said Violet. "The pails and the nettle kettle will run over. The rest of you can go to sleep," said Benny. "I will stay up and empty the pails. Benny, you can get into bed." I think we have found all pl- the places where the rain is coming in. Benny was glad to get in bed, and he was soon asleep again. Henry sat up an hour in the floor. He emptied the pails once more, and then crawled in beside Benny. The rain had almost stopped. I'll fix the roof tomorrow, he thought. And maybe Joe will help me. He was very he he is a very handy man. Uh. Um. The next.
next morning it was still raining and the children dressed and ate breakfast and then watched the rain. One of us must go outside for the groceries, said Henry. And I think I'm the one. My clothes are going to get awfully wet. What shall I do while they dry? Hmm. Where are all our your other clothes? asked Benny. Henry pointed to the cloth line over the stove. They aren't dry yet, said Jesse. I'm sorry now that I washed them. Henry can go to bed while his clothes dry, said Benny. Say, listen, Benny, cried Henry. How could you like to go to bed? Cook, you get busy and think of something I could put on. Jesse, you could make you a suit out of the blanket. I really could, cried Jesse. It's lucky we brought along Violet's work bag. I'll make you a pair of pants out of the blanket. And you can put out your new sweater while your things dry. Good for you, Jesse, said Henry. Now let's be now let's be sure we have thought of everything we want. So so I won't have to go out again. I have an idea, said Bunny. Why don't you put on your swimming suit to go outside and then your clothes won't get wet. That's a good idea, Benny. What would we do without you? said Henry. Benny, you are wonderful, agreed Jesse. Benny laughed and said, I know you could make pants out of a blanket if you had to. I'll put on my swimming suit, said Henry. You You'll be thinking of what you want, Jesse said. Um, Jesse said, there will be some potatoes in the box because I ordered them. all the bread and milk. Do you think you can carry it all? I am going to make some clean chowder and I'll need onions from the garden. The onions aren't very big, but big enough. I'll get the onions first, said Henry, appearing in his swimming suit, and give them to you through the door. I think I can carry everything else. Henry handed the little onions to Jesse through the through the partly open door. When he came in with 
the basket of groceries, he looked as if he had been cleaning. After a rub down with a towel, Henry put on his dry clothes and was ready for work. This is a perfect day to work on our museum things, he said. I can make some boxes for the shells and butterflies. Soon the table was covered with wood, paper, paints, and tools. At half past eleven, Jessie stopped her work to make the chowder. I'm going to use these little onions for the chowder, she said. Jessie melted some butter and put the onions in it. Then she added water and salt, and she slicked potatoes, sliced potatoes. When the potatoes were done, she added the cut up clams, and at the very last minute, the milk. Soon, when dinner was ready, the four children took their bowls of chowder and sat down not minding the ring at all. Jesse, you can make anything, cried Henry. Yum, yum, Jesse can make good chowder, said Benny. After dinner, the children painted birds and fixed a feathery seaweed for the museum. Henry went upstairs to put up the tables. By the time it was dark, the Alden Museum was very well started. I think the birds are the best thing in the museum, said Henry. But Benny did not know what they were to find the next day. So that was chapter six of the Boxcar Children. See you later, guys. See you later. 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 Bye, guys.